Do you even remember the last time you wrote a check? Oh, geez. I mean, no, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to find out a little bit about where you can still write checks today. Oh, and what do you think of uh, new car smells? Uh, A weird concept for an air freshener, I always thought. Yeah, well, we're going to tell you about one freak that got burned by his choice of air freshener. I feel like that's some foreshadowing. Oh, maybe. Well, we're also going to talk about a congressional candidate in Florida who is doubling down on the weird. Oh, sweet. More crazy. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people that live and play here. And we have a few of those stories to share, don't we, Kirsten? How did you know? I just have a feeling. How it's a did gut you know feeling. we would have stories ripped from the headlines? Ripped from the headlines. This first one from CBS Miami. 42-year-old Casey William Kelly was arrested in Okaloosa County in the Panhandle after it was discovered that he attempted to buy three Rolex watches by using fake cashier's checks he printed off his home computer. Oh. Kelly brought a check for 61 grand and change to a jewelry store in Miramar Beach to purchase the trio of Rolexes. Fortunately, the jeweler was smart enough to hang on to the watches until the check cleared, which didn't happen. Spoiler alert, didn't happen. (laughs) While the jeweler was smart, someone else wasn't quite as bright. The day before, Kelly had visited a car dealership in Destin with a check for $139,000. And drove away in a Porsche 911 Turbo. Wow, nice. The car was later reported as stolen. What? Kelly was arrested for grand theft of a motor vehicle and uttering a false banknote. He was booked into the Walton County Jail without incident. Paging Frank Abagnale. Oh, deep I, cut there. Yeah, well, we've all seen this, the movie. Uh, catch Me If You yeah, Can. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can. And I, I guess he's just back. I Who knew that check forging was a thing again? Right? I yeah. didn't even know checks were a thing again. Yeah. Can't this guy just steal cryptocurrency and Bitcoin like <laughs> everyone else's? I mean, we're living in the 90s, people. <laughs> living in the 90s. Yeah. Speaking of the 90s, that's probably about the last time you wrote a check, right? I feel like it is probably to a a grocery store for probably 69 cents. (laughs) Well, you know, I I was thinking about it once a year. I write a check to pay our flood insurance because for whatever reason, can't pay it via credit card. Yeah. uh, Don't know why. Realistically, I almost wrote a check a couple of days ago when we were getting uh, Uh, a water heater fixed. And that's usually the only time that I ever write a check is if it's just a situation where they don't take a card. Right. You've got like a a, a five-buck check coming here. You've got a big purchase that you're making. And so it's a check's just the easiest. But still, it is still a pain. But this guy said, keep your check. I I got a phone. I I can take a credit card. Yeah. Even he didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, do kids even know what checks are? I mean, I figure it's sort of like, uh, I don't know, like an 8-track or like stamps. Like, they probably have no idea what those things are. You know, it's funny because I said something about Cliff's Notes to a co-worker the other day. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, she's in her 30s. She's going to have no idea what I'm talking Cliff about. Cliff Notes got me through high school. Oh, geez. Uh, somewhat through college, but mostly through high school. But back to checks. Yeah. We have been married for 13 years and change. Mm. 
I still, this is how few checks I write. Right. I still have a book of checks that have my maiden name on them. I know. It's just, you feel like you never need them. I think I got like two books, which is maybe what, 50 checks. And I'm like, yeah. I'll never need any of these ever again. Not for the rest of my yeah, life. Most of the time I'm just changing the address on them yeah. to, to keep it updated. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like the whole point of this is we're not writing checks. Nobody under the age of like 90 is writing checks. Right. What retailer, and I know it's a cashier's check, Yeah. but still, what retailer is taking a check for almost 140 grand? There's just like, I'd be like, no, when I don't I, want it. Yeah. When I worked retail back in the 80s, yeah. I, any check that anybody wrote us over $100, we had to call like Vera check or something. We had right. to phone it for a $100 check. Yeah. Who is taking a check for $140 grand yeah. just on somebody's word? Well, and it's like, <laughs> I want, I wouldn't mind like taking all that cash, but at least I know with cash that that, that is good as long as it's not counterfeit. Right. That is good. Hold it up to a the light. check, one little piece of paper that accounts for all that money. Right. No. Not happening. We are not living in those times. Forget about it. Well, speaking about living in those times, apparently <laughs> we are living in the time when Florida man and luxury sports cars are, uh, are I, I don't deal. even have words. They're they one just, of the same. They they're, go together. They're simpatico. Like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Uh, this story from the Tampa Bay Times, David T. Hines received $4 million in COVID-19 government loans from the feds for his struggling South Florida moving businesses. Wow, four mil. So he did what every struggling entrepreneur does. Yeah. He bought a $300,000 land. Lamborghini oh. and a few other dubious purchases. Oh, okay, don't uh, worry about putting it back in your business. Right. And honestly, he probably would have gotten away with it too. I feel like a Scooby-Doo episode. had been for you nosy kids. Right. In this case, uh, he was found out because he was involved in a hit and run accident with the Lambo and his car got impounded. And that's how they found him out. Uh, His arraignment is scheduled for October 14th. Well, here I've been using all of my COVID funds that I've been getting to to buy food and shelter. Uh, Why didn't I just spring for the Lambo? That is essential AF. Right? Yeah. So... So what's your uh, fancy schmancy sports car of choice? Uh, like a cool Ferrari Tessarossa. Ooh. I mean, I'm such a big guy. I don't really want to you deal. You would look ridiculous with in a Ferrari. any sort of like <laughs> sports car. Yeah, I don't want to deal with anything like that. I would actually prefer like a big SUV. Okay. With like all the bells and whistles, all the trimmings. A fancy Escalade, Yeah, like a, like a Cadillac Escalade with like touchscreen everything. See, I, I would want the Tesla Roadster. See, Just like the one blasted off off into space man sure yeah that, but that's right along the alley that i'm talking about it's got all the cool you wouldn't fit bells in bells and whistles no not that but maybe like the new tesla truck that's coming out that's going to uh, have all the cool stuff yeah uh, those are ugly though the te- they kind of are but if it's got all the cool stuff on it and if it's yeah, electric right. it's kind of neat all right yeah. so uh not a blue uh lamborghini huracan evo no. for either of us no um by the way i i did mention a few dubious expenses in addition oh. To the Lamborghini. Yeah. This gentleman spent $5,000 at Saks. Oh. Not sure on what. Nice. Uh, Eleven grand on a couple of Miami Beach hotels, including the Fountain Blue. Maybe it was for, maybe it was like a pep up party for his yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, $8,500 at a jewelry store. Oh. 
Oh. I'm, I'm sure probably rewards for employees for a job Definitely. well done. Definitely. That's right up that line. And he also spent some money on rideshare apps, on oh. food delivery, cool. and on dating websites. Oh. Which is interesting because I always thought the point of getting the fancy sports car was, yeah. you know, so you didn't have to go on the dating website. So right. the ladies would just fall at your feet. Well, and all that jewelry, too. I was thinking maybe he has a special someone in his life, but hey, why not get the jewelry and then hit the dating websites? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that might be the way to go. I, and I think, honestly, my favorite part of this story is, uh, I, I didn't mention it earlier, but I do love it. In addition to all of the fraud charges, yeah. he was also fined $100 for not wearing a mask in Miami. Uh, <laughs> well, that's like poetic. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing that you would that you could buy to help your business? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Well, I have a couple of of examples, which is why I wanted to ask. Of course. So there's uh these you, these are stories that you probably will remember, but goldenpalace.com oh, way back yes. earlier in the uh, in the millennium. The gambling website. Yeah, yeah, they they had actually won two auctions. One was for uh $10,000 and it was to have goldenpalace.com tattooed on the forehead of a woman. That's right. So that they would always have that's I mean that's valuable real estate if they're ever Absolutely was unless she gets bangs. But the one I hadn't heard of before was they also won an auction for $25,000 for guess what? The naming rights for a baby for a, <laughs> a, like a like a Connecticut couple like put up the naming rights for their baby. So so not like um the naming rights for a stadium. Yeah, like Missy such and such powered by Jane Doe powered by no, Golden it, Palace. No, it turns out com. that they you know, they were named named after a girl and her name is Golden Palace Benedetto. She's going to be a stripper. <laughs> I know Golden Palace. Oh, it actually kind of works. I mean Goldie's kind of Goldie Hawn. That's a cute a, name. It works better than I thought it would, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a better still. name for a girl than a boy. Yeah. All right, so moving on from ClickOrlando.com, a beachgoer on Cinnamon Beach in Flagler County, which sounds delightful, by the way. It's like my favorite. Uh, saw something unusual on the beach one morning. Oh. Any guesses what that might be, Corey? Oh, could it be like Ponce de Leon or (laughs) Flagler's Folly, maybe? Um, Or maybe a beached whale? I mean, that's what I would normally see on a beach. Those are things that you might expect. Seaweed, um, starfish. Yeah. No, this beachgoer spotted a suspicious package in the sand. They alerted the authorities, who verified that the package was a kilo of cocaine, valued somewhere between 20 and 30 grand. Whoa. According to Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley, these packages have washed up on shore in Flagler County over the years, typically when storm systems start brewing in the ocean. Uh, Of course, they ask folks, PSA here, uh, that... You should probably call the sheriff's office if you spot anything suspicious washed up on the shore. Oh, that's probably a good idea. Well, right. I've always I've always personally wondered what it would be like to find like a message in a bottle on a beach. Ooh, yeah. I thought that would be always kind of cool, but it would probably be a lot more interesting than of course, you know, finding something like this. But maybe if I flip this cocaine brick, I would have I could afford to have like my name tattooed on somebody's forehead. Oh, you are thinking ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, 
I mean, 20, what, what 30 I, grand. What can I do with 20 or 30 grand? Yeah, I know. That's uh, ridiculous. Right? Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, definitely don't put Staggering towards, unemployment. Yeah. Getting us through all of this. Right. <laughs> so um, have you ever found anything unusual washed up on the beach? Not that we go to the beach that often, but we live in Florida. No, not not except for the occasional like fish or starfish or something like that. Nothing right. super occasional unusual. Gross I mean, dead thing. Yeah. You always see the guys going around with the metal detectors. You're always thinking, like, do they ever find anything? I mean, I guess they do, but who knows? You know, back when I was a sports reporter, I, I had completely forgotten about this. Mm. Uh, somebody called us because they had found a, I don't remember if it was like a Super Bowl watch or a, like one of the big uh, college bowl games, maybe oh, like wow. Sugar Bowl or something like yeah. that, like a watch. And it had initials and a date engraved on the back. And, and so That's we did amazing. a story on it, but nobody ever came forward. Huh? Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, the, the Flagler County Sheriff brings up a good point. Oh. Uh, these things do wash up on the shore in Florida mm-hmm. more than you might expect. <laughs> well, okay. That's cool. <laughs> uh, last year after Hurricane Dorian, one brick washed up in Melbourne on, on uh, Paradise Island, I guess aptly named in yeah. this case. And in Cocoa Beach, a bag filled with 15 bricks of cocaine washed up on the shore after Hurricane Dorian. Wow. Yeah, this stuff I, uh, earlier this year, and I think we had it on our on our Facebook page. Yeah. I know we had it on our Facebook page. Um, a barrel mm. of marijuana washed up on the shore, like a fifty-five gallon drum. Yes, wow. Uh, in in um in the keys, oh. I don't know. I don't remember which key, but pick a key, any key. You know, if a fifty-five gallon drum washed up on the beach, the last thing I would think would be in it was cocaine. Well, it was marijuana. Well, marijuana. I mean, excuse <laughs> me, like any kind of drug, I would have thought it would be filled with oil or some sort of liquid product. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Well, you know, it's not always drugs washing up on yeah. the shores in Florida. Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes after a hurricane, Fort Lauderdale sees a bunch of tires mm. wash up on the beach. Yeah. Because uh, back in the 70s, <laughs> for whatever reason, somebody thought they could make a coral reef out of tires. tires? And uh, the problem is uh, tires apparently float better than they thought they did. Oh, <laughs> as God is my witness, floating. I thought That's turkeys crazy. could fly. In 2012, a gigantic blue eyeball. Mm. Oh, that's weird. Like the size of a grapefruit. Like gigantic. Wow. Eyeball. That would be uh, so freaky to come right? across. Right? <laughs> Washed up in Pompano Beach. Yeah. Apparently it was from a swordfish. And I didn't know swordfish were that big, but I yeah. do not want to run into one no, now. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to see the size of that sword. Uh, in the past also, like around the Treasure Coast, um, you know, sometimes things fall off of those giant container ships. Yeah. Uh, like containers full of stuff. Wow. So a few years ago, uh, thousands of packages of ramen and cooking oil and Capri Sun washed <laughs> up on the shore. <laughs> That's like the perfect the perfect meal for a stoner. Well, yeah. First you yeah. find your barrel of marijuana and then yeah. apparently you, you eat to your heart's content yeah. on uh, ramen and Capri Sun. And then last year, thousands of cans of coffee Cafe Bustelo. I remember when that happened. Washed up on the yeah. beach in India Atlantic. Because now every time I go past the Cafe Bustelo, like in the in the store, in the grocery store, I think of oh, I wonder if this fell off and like just washed up on shore. <laughs> well, apparently that was super popular yeah. because it cleared away from the beaches relatively quickly. Oh. I guess you could say. Yeah, like people just came coffee. and were like, "Hey, yeah. this is good stuff. This is great." Yeah. So it's really cool to hear about all of these <laughs> these similar situations <laughs> with bricks of cocaine because I wasn't about to say that. Just sounds like a regular Thursday morning in Miami Beach. 
Yeah, well, yeah, get crocodile just, tubs on the yeah, case, no man. <laughs> Let's get them out. Get and, them on it. And, and, you know, most of this, most of this that we've been talking about happens on the Atlantic side, but over mm-hmm. on our side of the state, we have had plenty of incidents yeah. with drugs. Of course, the cocaine cowboys yep. and, and the whole incident down in yeah, it um, makes Everglades City a couple very decades colorful. ago. Even um, closer to where we live by Pine Island and Matlache, mm-hmm. I know someone whose father used to fish for square grouper, is what they call it. <laughs> I've heard of that, and, yeah. And bales of marijuana yeah. would be... That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever gets it here, right? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what people care about. All right. So moving on from the Charlotte Sun, this one basically right in our backyard in Charlotte County. A little after 730 in the morning on Monday, Charlotte County Fire and EMS got a call from a motorist in the parking lot of the Culver's in Port Charlotte who said his car was on fire. Oh, man. Now, contrary to what you might think, it wasn't an oil leak Mm -hmm. or an overheated engine or a loose wire that started the fire. Yeah, because that would make sense. Right. It's Florida, though. The driver told Fire and EMS that he'd been burning a fragrant candle in his car, which tipped over onto some papers while he was driving and the papers caught fire. He said he stopped in the Culver's parking lot to get water to throw on the flames, but by the time he got back to the car, it was fully engulfed. Oh, man. Firefighters arrived. They were able to put out the fire, but the car was destroyed. Unreal. No one was injured. That's good. Uh, but Charlotte Fire and EMS did reiterate that the fire could have been prevented by avoiding driving with a lit candle. Huh. <laughs> good lesson for all of us. I think so, yeah. I mean, why not just use a car scent freshener? Yeah, those little they trees. Have, yeah, they. Oh, I love those little trees. I'm a big black ice guy. Black when ice. it comes to those, yeah, I, but I'm a big fan of that scent. But yeah, but even if you don't find the scent that you want, you can probably find it anywhere. Anything to not have a lit flame in your car. Yeah, I and I think honestly, an air freshener is cheaper than yeah. than a scented candle. Those things can get expensive. Yeah, I just think he hasn't found the the smell that he's really looking for. Maybe it was that burnt car smell that he was looking for. <laughs> so, so I got a question yeah. for you. What's up with, like, we're talking about scents and, you know, we're coming up on fall. It's like, what's up with women and pumpkin spice? Ugh, you know how I feel about pumpkin spice. I know how you feel about it, but I don't even, like, I don't mind it as much as you do, but I don't understand, like, why it's so popular. I I enjoy the smell of the pumpkin spice. I hate the flavor of the pumpkin spice Mm. because I am a a strongly anti-ginger. Right. Um, However. And she doesn't mean redheaded people. You uh, mean the root? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, right. ginger root. Yeah. Ginger root only. Well, I used just, to have, have to red be hair. Ca- you have to be careful. I used to have red hair. No, I yeah. am strongly anti-ginger root. <laughs> um, but I've always said that if all things pumpkin spice mm. were actually apple pie spice, oh. everything in the world would be better. Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, anything. Apple pie. Oh, right. My favorite pie. Right. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's just, it's fall. Yeah. You know, I love fall. Yeah. And, and pumpkin spice smells like fall, right? Yeah. 
All right. And there are a lot weirder things that you could have a candle smell like. Yeah, and that and I think because pumpkin spice reminds me of fall, that's like it's why I probably don't have as much of a problem with it. I also don't have as much problem with pumpkin pie as Whoa. a lot of people do, <laughs> including yourself. Whoa. But fall is my favorite time of year, and I'm hoping that this fall turns out to be better than so far the rest of the year has been. I wouldn't I wouldn't place money on no, it. No, I know. It's probably not going to happen. So you you mentioned pumpkin spice and yeah. how that's a very popular candle scent. Right. What is your favorite candle smell? Probably probably like a cinnamon based smell. Okay. Okay. I love cinnamon everything. So You you and I both enjoy kind of the foodie type smells. Oh, yeah. Like I love a sugar cookie uh, candle, yeah, like, like something the, like I love chocolate chip cookies. So like Today by the way, not when you're listening to this, oh. but when we're recording this, yeah. National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. What? Yeah. Where are my cookies? Heard it on the radio this morning. No, I need cookies now. Well, okay. after maybe the later. Show. Yeah. Uh, but what? Uh, so, so the food flavor. Yes. I thought I would fill you in on some less common ones that you might be interested oh, in. Oh, that would be great. Um, Yankee Candle, of course. Who? I mean, they're they're, they're the gold standard. Right, the gold standard yeah. in uh, stinky candles. Yeah. Um, they have one called Hope, Dreams, and Love. Ooh, that sounds lovely. Doesn't it? Yeah, like a like a like a like a beautiful breeze. Oh, okay. I don't know. They have one called A Child's Wish. A child's Wish. A Child's Wish. Like just like some um like baby's breath. Ah, uh, yes. There you go. Um, Stars and Stripes. Oh, very patriotic. Yeah. That like, one... like the smell um, that comes out of a tuba during a John Philip Sousa <laughs> uh, song. I was thinking burnt fireworks. There's another one called Whiskers on Kittens. Oh, whiskers on Kittens. Well, that sounds lovely. Uh, I hope they don't burn the whiskers, though. That yeah, would I, probably I, not be good. I hope no actual kittens no are actual used in the making. No actual whiskers were used in the making of this <laughs> um, candle. For you, maybe maybe others that you would be interested uh, in. Um, Mantown. Ooh, Mantown. What do you sounds think Mantown smells like? Sounds a little odd. Uh, I'm guessing like sweats, hot dogs, <laughs> uh, football games, and uh, I don't know, like... Uh, urinal cake? Urinal I don't know. cake, yeah. <laughs> what about a schnitzel with noodles? Does that one interest you at all? Ooh, that's, that sounds like a great fall. Uh, there's fall? also... Oh, oh fa- there you go. Yeah, a good fall like Oktoberfest. Yeah, yes. like, uh, dancing. They do have polka. a beer scented one yeah, as well. Polka uh, bands. Two by four is a scent. Oh, that sounds manly like uh, wood shavings and Home Depot uh, yeah, lumber department. Like, yeah, exa- <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and uh, riding mower. Oh, wow. Yeah, that smells like uh, a sweaty uncle, uh, a gasoline. Back sweat. And, yeah, yeah. Back sweat, gasoline, and probably freshly mowed grass and despair oh yeah so i you know i don't know if that's one of the candle any of the candles he it, it did not say in the story what the scent of the scented candle i don't know was. but i think we could have come up with some better scents i'm, than all I'm those. hoping <laughs> that it wasn't one of gwyneth paltrow's uh candles oh. the this smells like my vagina Ooh, candle that yeah. she released last year no. or the this smells like my orgasms yeah. candle that <laughs> she released this year yeah Hey, they're they're Not very popular, so they must they must smell somewhat good. I guess we'd have to ask Brad Pitt or the, the if guy you have from any Coldplay. thoughts on any of those, or you, if you have a good candle smell that we haven't talked about, let us know. And and by the way, if you go to a drive by birthday party, my recommendation after hearing this story: <laughs> don't have a cake with candles in the car with you. Oh, good idea! Right? Yeah, just stay away from anything flammable. 
I think yeah. that's a good call. Any open. All right. So finally, yep. uh, our favorite slash least favorite Florida politician. He gives us so much great stuff. Is at it again. Yeah. This one comes from Screen Rant, but mm-hmm. uh, really just from me perusing Twitter more than anything <laughs> else. Uh, Florida congressional candidate K.W. Miller, or as we affectionately call him, K.W. Mill. K.W. Mill. Uh, continues to sw- set Twitter and fuego with his opinions. Yeah. Uh, as you probably recall, a few weeks ago, Miller went on a rant about yeah. Beyonce and Patti LaBelle being mouthpieces for Satan. He's got a lot of hot takes. Yeah. This week, he rankled fans of anime by going on a rant about children's cartoons oh, pushing really? a depraved, sex-crazed agenda on American kids. <laughs> and he specifically named Dragon Ball Z... As an example of anime porn. Wow, that's a recent reference. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, of course, is one of the most successful anime series of all times. Yes. And, you know, while some of the characters might wear snug clothing, it's far from pornography. Yeah, has nothing really in it at all. Like but, that. you know, tweets like these are not unusual for Miller. Um, no. Now, on the one hand, I don't want to give him airtime, just mm-hmm. on general principle. Right. But on the other hand, I really want to share some of his other recent oh, sure, tweets. sure, sure. Um, he did tweet recently that white women only go to Black Lives Matter rallies so they can sleep with black men. Hmm. He tweeted that Tom Hanks became a Greek citizen specifically because he's a pedophile. Specifically because yes. he's a pedophile. Okay. And finally, he tweeted more than once, I might mention, that he has better hair than Donald Trump. Well, I'm almost bald and I probably have better <laughs> hair. So I... I, I it's not a high bar to cross. Right. Florida's primary is August 18th, but because K. Dove Mill is running as an independent, yeah. Miller will only appear on the final election ballot November 3rd. So we've oh, got a few more months of we this. We've got a few more months. That's the crazy thing. He's like, he's not even up for an election in the primary, and he's already like feeding us all oh, these he's, gems. Oh, he's, he is ramped up to high gear. Well, let's hope that he keeps ramping it up because it gives us some good stuff to talk about. Well, you know, I guess K. Dove has probably seen, I know, he's seen more episodes episodes of Dragon Ball Z than I have if he's calling it porn because it doesn't make any sense to me at all but um, if he thinks that all anime is porn then Speed Racer's got a lot of explaining to do Oh, because I used to watch that cartoon a lot when I was a kid and I can't believe my mom would let me do it if that's the case I watched Kimba the White Lion and and much the same much the same never knew what sort of dirty nasty things those those uh critters were up to definitely yeah unbelievable he, he doesn't seem to recognize that there's a difference between anime and porn yeah you know it's one of those not all porn is anime right. not all anime is porn well the good thing about um being a politician or just being somebody that's kind of a blowhard is that you can just decide to just spout off about whatever topic you are and you're already not an expert on it Right. right. Absolutely. So <laughs> I, I think what he's trying to do is kind of steal a page from the Trump playbook. Hey, you know, the, hey my hands are bigger than your hands sure. kind of playbook. Yeah. But he he just isn't doing it right. No. You know, it's like, oh, I he also said he had better hair than Boris Johnson. Yeah. So I have better hair than President Trump and Boris Johnson. <laughs> like you said, setting the bar very, very low. Yeah. I think the problem is is that you have to be like a really famous celebrity to be able to pull some of this stuff off because you have to have sort of a captive audience as it is. Oh, I think if, he's got a captive audience at this point. That's true. You know, but it's hard to build a captive audience just by saying a bunch of nonsense. But he's, you know, 
hey, hey, it's working for him so far. We're talking about him. Exactly. And we're not the only ones. But yeah, the whole, I have better hair than Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. I mean, why don't you just say, I have more hair than Cory Booker? Yeah. Or um, (laughs) I'm younger than Bernie Sanders. Or I'm thinner than President Taft. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like... Captain Obvious, hello. I am the winner of all of these very easy things to beat. I I do need to tell you, though, K.W. Miller loves to put people on notice. Yes. Oh. We are indirectly on notice by K.W. Miller because he is not happy with the fact that podcasters are talking about him. We're podcasters. We are podcasters. And we're talking about him. And we are on notice. So we're on notice. We're on notice. Okay. I do don't know what the ramifications of that are. I haven't received anything in the mail yet, but it's good to know. The Postal Service, I, you know... It, 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 takes a, it takes a while. It takes a yeah. while, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe he sent us an email and I just haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> Check your spam folder. We are on notice. Good to know going forward. Absolutely. <laughs> so what did we learn today? What did we learn this week? Well, I learned that when COVID gives you lemons, make Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. I learned that if you sit on the beach long enough in Florida, you're going to find the answer to all of your problems eventually just washing up on the shore. Oh, yeah, we are. I learned that the only thing that you should burn in a car is rubber. Oh, and I learned that K.W. Miller has great hair. Oh, the best hair. So those were Tremendous. our freakiest Florida finds for the week. But as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, feel free to share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. And hey, tell a friend, will ya? It really helps us out. And uh, helps us find a few more freaky fans like you. That's right. And by this time next week, we'll know if we made the finals of the 15th annual podcast awards. For all of you who voted for us, thank you so much. Thank you. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We will be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Goodbye.